Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the seventh episode of Fragrophilia, the podcast. We are Jeff and Jane Dashley. We are a married couple who love to smell stuff together and talk to you about it. Exactly. And I'd like to jump in right there and go in and just kind of start my with my appreciation for L by Arquiste. We've mentioned it before. We've written blog posts about it. We've done TikToks about it. You love Aya, which is its counterpart. But recently, while we were just kind of sitting around the house, I think we were going to watch a movie or something we like that. We were watching They Clone Tyrone, and you were like, hey, go pick a fragrance for me. Yes, and I just closed my eyes, you sprayed it, and I immediately knew what it was. And it just immediately, it's like, that is a perfume with a capital P. That is the way perfume should be. It's transformative. It's not of any era, but of all eras. It's, it also feels a bit like it's part of another era. I, I don't know. It's just such a magical fragrance, but it's so perfectly blended. It's so sexy. I have to say, if I had to pick like, okay, this is a big statement. It might be my number one favorite thing to smell on you. Really? And I would say for um, any women out there shopping for the male counterparts in their life, um, or if, I don't know, if you're a guy looking to attract anyone, Elle is like, it's going to do it. It's a really sexy magnetic scent because I, it's that clean fougere, but there's like, you know, just that kind dirty of anim- animalic. There's a growl there yes. and it's so sexy. But I will also say, I love to wear it too. I think it's, it smells just as good on you. I love when you wear it. And I would be interested in who is, I think it's still a bit of a bold fragrance. I don't think anybody oh, can pull it off. Bold. I yeah. think a lot of men, and I hate to generalize here, but I'm going to anyway. I think a lot of them would be scared off a little bit by the animalic nature of it. I think some of the old school heads who are used to like the choruses of, of bygone eras and the things that were a little bit more spicier back then, the 70s yeah. and 80s, yeah. I think young post CK1 era and Santal 33, the kind of modern era of clean fragrances. I think that can be a turn oh, off to some people, but it's so different than like the Santal 33 wave of fragrances. It's so different, which is why yeah. it's like exciting to me. It feels like I don't smell a lot of things like L ever. It feels like when you're watching an old Hollywood movie. Yeah. And it's of the Gilded Age mm-hmm. and a, a, a person on screen is spraying some unmarked bottle but you know it's a cologne or, you know, they're splashing on their hands. That is what this smells like. It could be, I don't know if it's like a little bit more Humphrey Bogart or Gary Cooper. I don't know. But some stylish guy. Yeah, but it's also kind of like, I don't know, uh, late 70s. You know, it could be Jack and Chinatown for all I know. I mean, That's it's so true. It, it's, That's so true. It's, it's always it's just trans you know transformative of of the era. Like yeah, I was saying. and I also and, I just want to reiterate if if you're listening to this and you're a woman who is like, oh, that sounds really interesting. I love wearing it when you have like kind of a tomboy outfit on and you're wearing like you know kind of a a cool masculine blazer or you know one of those outfits that's just a little bit edgier. It's it's a great great fragrance to pair with a great outfit. Yeah, it's uh, I think on Fragrantica they called it an amber fougere. I think that Arquise website calls it an animalic fougere, and that's a better description to me because it is very masculine fougere barbershop kind of. Yeah, it's very clean and cool to me. Yes, but it also has that kind of that oak moss. It's almost like a fougere sheepra because it's got the patchouli and the oak Mm -hmm. moss, and it's just, ah, it's it's an amazing fragrance. So 
I, I didn't mean to like jump off dominating in the beginning here, but it's just I've been holding that in since we've since I experienced that, and I just wanted to share. And it's a probably, yeah, I agree with you. It's one of the top fragrances I would recommend. And uh, thank you, Arkeese, for making it. It's yeah. one of my favorite. We are such big Arkeese fans. Yeah. Um, another big thing that's happened in the world of scent that is not fragrance related, but dog related. Well, it's big in our freaking world. Yes, um, our beloved Greta, who is the sweetest big dumb dumb dog. She's a pointer mix, loves to mix it up in the backyard, spend all her time in the backyard, even though she, she doesn't. She would love to be an outdoor dog. She would love to be an outdoor dog, and the pointer in her makes her believe that she's a hunter. She's terrible. Um, but the other night, she encountered a skunk, and that skunk sprayed her, and we're living with that. It was crazy because I was like, I was painting in my studio. It was like 11 p.m. You know, that was over my bedtime with our baby. So it was already like, I was already too tired to deal with this. And then I came out of the studio and I'm like, what is that smell? I'm like, is something burning? Yeah, it smelled like burning wires. Yeah, I, I seriously almost called the fire department because I thought there was some kind of electrical fire in our attic or something. We went room by room. We went lamp by lamp. Yeah, and just I've never... like It had to have been some kind of electron. Meanwhile, we've already let Greta in and let her laid on the hardwood floor by the yeah, back door. And she's acting kind of weird, but we're like frantic that, you know, our house might be on fire with a baby in it. So I've actually never smelled like fresh skunk spray. It takes a while before it actually starts to smell like skunk. Yeah. Um, so then it started to smell kind of skunky and I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah, you were it's like, smell Greta. the dog. And it's like, of course, that should have been our first instinct. When in <sighs> doubt, smell one of those stupid dogs and, okay, <laughs> and rolled also, in something. PSA, PSA for everybody listening. If this happens to you, if your dog gets sprayed by a skunk, do not get them in the bathtub right away. What you want to do is spot treat the affected areas with a cleaning solution first. If you just Google it, it's like dish soap and baking soda, whatever. Um, you'll want to do that because when you put them in the bathtub, it just gets those skunk oils spread even more. Yeah. It was certainly a night of first for us when it comes to skunks and the dogs and a lot of hard lessons, but um, yeah. It definitely ruined our perfume experiences for a few days, but I want to say like, it's, it's not bad now. She smells like, her face smells like skunk if you get up close on it, but other than that, skunk smell is gone. Yeah, it's, it's certainly gone from the like house and ten, it's mostly gone from baths her. baths later. Yeah, and after a while, you just can't bathe your dog anymore. It's bad for their skin, but when it's around no. their eyes, it's like, And she like, like barely has do? any fur in the first place. Yeah. Like she's almost bald on most of her body. And this is a dog that really needs cuddles. Oh so she's God. been living in hard times for the last week where she just, she knows she did something so off and, uh, and um, she uh, feels real bad about it. Uh, but also we ran into that. We actually saw the skunk in the backyard oh God, and it was yes. so creepy to see it like 11 o'clock, like slinking around. It's like, Whoa. it was, and it was trying to scale the fence. It was trying to get yeah. out of the yard. Poor thing. I mean, it didn't want to be in there, but. Yeah, that was that was probably the most significant scent related event in our life in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but also we finally had the opportunity to try Astrophil and Stella. Okay. They're an Italian brand, right? Correct. Okay. And I've seen their just stuff on Instagram and, and TikTok and, and just reading about them here and there uh over the last year or two. And I've been very curious, and they've had some uh, 
you know, they're just they're they're never available. Like their discovery set was never available for me to order before, and then finally it did, and I ordered it, and um, it came kind of rough and tumble from the international shipping. But uh, <laughs> we finally sat down with it the other day, and I'm impressed with a couple of them, more than a few actually. But uh, three of them that really stood out is Into the Oud, Mellow Yellow, and Shanghai 1930 which is one that you really loved. I loved Shanghai 1930, yeah. Yeah. But you wore Mellow Yellow so much. Like, like for the last week, you just keep saying, come smell me, come smell me. Do you like this? <laughs> and it's you keep trying to get me to, like, fall in love with Mellow Yellow the way that you did. And I don't know if I'm there yet, but I definitely do like it. And I wore it for myself. You sprayed mm -hmm. it on my skin. And I can see it's a scent that you do have to spray on skin to really appreciate. Yeah, I think it captured this kind of fondness I have for the memories I have of living in the 90s and going to head shops because it's this wonderful combination of kind of like candied lemon mm. and nog champa incense. Yeah. And it's a little bit like, yeah, it, that's the exact, to me, that, that's what it is. And it balances between those two things throughout the whole wear. It lasts a pretty long time. And I don't know, it's just, you, you know, those fragrances that just kind of, they work for you. You put yeah, them on. I mean, I could smell that and it was totally like, oh, this is a Jepson. Yeah, it's I just something I really enjoyed wearing. But I just want to say like for me, when I smelled Mellow Yellow, the primary thing that I smelled was the orange blossom, the carrot seeds and the iris. Mm -hmm. Like that, those were the main qualities that came through to me. It was this kind of like semi-sweet muskiness. Which I like. Carrot seeds are a note that can be like really hit or miss for me. And I thought they were really well done here. Yeah. And they even had like, it had a touch of almost like a cumin smell in it, which was really great with the candied um, orange notes. I yeah. Really, I really liked it. It had kind of like the orange blossom and the candied orange and like the slight, slight piquantness of it gave it like a little bit of a Moroccan flair. But oh. it still felt kind of clean and earthy. So I, I totally get what you see in it. And I think, you know, if I probably did wear it a couple more times myself, I'd, I'd be all the way into it like you are. Yeah. And I just want to give the notes. It's lemon, orange, green notes, orange blossom, carrot seeds, cloves, iris, musk, vetiver, and woody notes. And it just, I don't know, it just really hit me. It's, it's Cecile Zerokian, who did uh, Amwash's Material and Epic Woman, and also Ani by Nishane. Famous scent. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. That, re that really, uh, Into the Oud was the other one that really sung to me, so to speak. Oh, I liked that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, you know, it was interesting because it had that kind of butterscotchy toffee note, but it, then it was very like peppery and orangey. Um, the, the Oud in it felt very polite. You know, a lot of people yeah. think of Oud as like this kind of skanky barnyard smell, but the Oud was very restrained and very kind of buttoned up and into the Oud in a way that was very wearable. I know, Yeah, it was very, that, that kind of rum butterscotch you mentioned yeah. with the orange and it just, it, it had a certain sweetness. You do get the saffron, which gave it a little scratch, a little yeah. bit of a growl. And then like you said, the Oud's there, but it's, it's just very pleasant and friendly. It just adds a certain depth and rawness to it that, mm -hmm. that I, I love. But otherwise, it's just very wearable. So in Shanghai 1930, which is their latest release, it came out this year. And I actually had read a couple of articles about it on Fragrantica because I think a couple of reviewers said that when they went to the Essence 
thing in Milan where they showcase all the new fragrances. A couple people had mentioned Shanghai 1930 as a standout. And, uh, you know, it's a very strong tuberose scent, but it has this really interesting watery green dynamic going on. And sometimes it feels super green. Sometimes it feels just straight tuberose. It seemed to like be a real shapeshifter. But um, it also had a lot of ilong ilong and like myrrh, and uh, it has a strong green tea note. So there are just a lot of unique things going on there, and it's definitely one that I'm going to want to spend some time with. But I will say the standout thing about Shanghai 1930 is the bottle. It's uh, like porcelain yeah. white painted blue, like classic chinoiserie. It's gorgeous. It is. It's, yeah, it looks like a porcelain bottle that's just very classic, and it, it's... It has so much going on in it because it's like plum, cinnamon. Yeah, and I got the fruit notes. And the mango, and you get it. But to me, they weren't identifiable as any of those. It's just uh-uh. really beautiful. That, that tuberose and the along along and the magnolia, they're so present. They're so forward. And everything else kind of plays these support roles, in, but in unique ways. Because we're wearing a lot of tuberose. We're wearing a lot of white florals. Yeah. And it's nice to have one that really... I like that dresses it, it differently. Yeah, it's it it really celebrates the opulence of tuberose, mm-hmm. but all of that greenness there. I was like, oh wow, but it's it's a watery greenness. It made it feel so fresh. I don't know. I loved it. Watery green, opulent white floral. Sign you had me all up. the you had all the best uh, and the, best descriptors want to say, of that, like the cinnamon and plum in there. Like it was doing crazy things. Yeah, it's just yeah, well done. So we're very excited about those. And that brings me to the topic at hand that you had brought up recently. I don't, can't remember how it came. We were either driving or something like that. And you just turned to me and said, if you had to buy uh, three fragrances right now, what would be your top? Top three. I was like, oh, okay. And the first one, of course, said mellow yellow because I've been wearing it like crazy. So much that I'm smelling it in nature when I go on walks with Henry. Do you always like you go on your I, walk every day and you like do the scent report when you yeah. get back? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what could possibly be in our neighborhood, especially when it's 105 right now, other than dried grass. But mellow yellow would be one. And my next one would be Viper Green by Ex Nihilo. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, I know you love it. I just, I love it. I don't know. There's just something about it. it it's very much what I've been wearing the last few months that kind of just green with florals a little scratchy patchouli and vetiver at the base it's just it's so well done and it's ex nihilo we we got to mention them at least once and uh come up again yeah it's early it's early on (laughs) the third one would be cologne francaise by celine oh yeah i just i love that i want that too yeah that was that's so well done yeah, I I think it's inevitably I'm just putting off the real one that I want, and that's nightclubbing. But I just feel like I'm in that kind of no. I like how can you how Oris. can you think about nightclubbing when it's this hot? I know it's insane. Like to I think know. about wearing nightclubbing now is like it makes me want to heave, and I love nightclubbing. But we're going to New York in September, and yeah, I don't know. I feel oh like God. there's nightlife out wear? there somewhere, and it it's begging me to wear nightclubbing. Really, you want to go? Clubbing in New York? No, I just want to wear a night clubbing. Crazy guy. Yeah, I just want an occasion. <laughs> what would be your top three? Okay, um, I thought about this, and I have three answers that I feel really confident about. They're going to surprise you. I'm excited. I'm, 
I, I always love yours because they do always surprise me. Okay. Do you remember when we tried Dirty Flower Factory by Kerosene? Yes. Oh my God. That was stunning. It was such like an unexpected scent. Um, so the thing that is unexpected about it for me is that it uses rose, jasmine, and orange blossom. I don't really know that I can... I know another fragrance that uses rose and orange blossom, but that combination was so magical. Like, why aren't there more rose orange blossom scents? So it was this really unique combination of florals that seems like maybe it should be somewhat of an obvious pairing to me. Why haven't I smelled this before? But the great thing about it is that it has chili pepper, sandalwood, and ambergris and musk in the base. So wow. you have th these kind of like the kick of the pepper, mm -hmm. the creaminess of the sandalwood, like a little bit of a soft purr of the musk going on there, and then these kind of candied sweet florals. It was so amazing. I was going to say, that's the thing that really stands out to me with that uh, fragrance is it opens up very strong candy white floral. Yeah. Almost like tuberose. Uh, you know how it can sometimes have that Neko kind of wax uh, candy lips kind of touch to it? Yeah. Um, but then the chili pepper and there's like green watery notes in that as well, isn't no. there? Or no, no, but it, but it just, smelled very fresh. Yeah. It smells fresh to me. And, yeah. and I just really, maybe not green watery, but kind of stemmy. Yeah. Um, oh, I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of, I, whenever I think of stems, I always think of the stem and the water and the vase and I don't know. Yeah. That's why. I'll Which go has watery. its own smell. Yeah. And, uh, but great choice. Yeah, I thought, I kind of actually haven't been able to stop thinking about that. And, you know, I'm I'm so about like a a big celebration of flowers right now. Mm -hmm. and, and like the more unique I can, I can find these iterations of, you know, like bouquet type scents, the more into it I am. Um, I also chose something from, I think, is it, was it our last episode? I don't know. What is it? You remember when you showed me Rose Saltifolia by Maison Crivelli in the yeah. game? I haven't been able to stop thinking about that. That was such a beautiful aquatic rose, which is one that I've always wanted. You know, I'm a rose girl. I mm -hmm. want like my whole rose wardrobe, but I have not found my aquatic rose. And that was just so wearable to me. It was really chic. I can't, I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. It felt really fresh. Like I love that seaweed note in it. Yeah. And I'm really, really picky about my uh, aquatic scents. Yeah, so, we don't do a lot of aquatics. No, but I felt like that was a scent. I smelled it, and it's like, oh, I could wear the hell out of this. Well, and the thing that I like so much about that one as well is that it's not just like a watery scent. It's almost like being on the beach, and it's kind of overcast, mm -hmm. and you're by, you, you have your garden on the cliff, and the breeze is coming in. So it's not like a... Man. Real beachy, watery. It's kind of just an ocean air. Totally. Because yeah, it's salty. Here's my complaint. Some oh. of these aquatic scents, sometimes it smells like they just like drop some freaking algae in the perfume bottle. You know what I mean? Yeah. It can be a really, <laughs> it can be a really sickening smell. Like I, that's why I'm so picky with my aquatic scents. But um, I thought it was so well done. I think that might be the aquatic rose of my dreams that I've been looking for. Um. My third one. Are you ready for this? I, I mean, both of the, both choices so far are ones I would have never thought of. But I love in in listeners as the husband of this wonderful woman. Uh, it's always exciting when she really likes fragrances because she's very dedicated to them. 
And um, I feel like when you as when you are truly wanting a fragrance, you are going to spend a lot of time with it. It's going to be a part of your regular regular rotation, and you're going to ruminate on it for a really long time. And it's always exciting because it, your opinions change. I mean, you wore Oud Palau the other day. Yeah. And you can just tell that you are in truly enjoying it. It's not just a fit of fancy or something that's just kind of... No, I'm a like careful you, shopper. Yeah, you are. You are. Okay, which is a perfect point to bring up about my next scent because it would be a repurchase of something that I wore a long time ago and I haven't repurchased for several years and I've, I've been really missing lately. You're never going to guess what this one is. Dame Blonde by Sir Sauton. What is it? Dame, Dame Blonde by... Dame Blonde. Dam, D-A-I-M, Dame, oh, Dame, Dam. Whenever I bought it at, at Barney's, the the sales guy used to call it Dam Blonde. Mm. But um, I used to wear it so many years ago, and I haven't repurchased it. But I love this because it's like an iris suede scent, but it has these really interesting facets in it. It has um, suede, apricot, iris, musk, heliotrope cardamom and hawthorn so it's like soft that sounds amazing it's kind of soft and milky from the musk and the heliotrope but then it has the kind of animalic from the from the um suede and i think it also has damn is actual an actual note that i could find on fragrantica but i couldn't really find out what damn was it's not leather i believe um, but then there's apricot too, which I think gives it like kind of this nice roundness. Yeah. But I used to love wearing that. That I was one never, of my first. I don't first... think I've ever even heard you mention it before. This is. I have. Really? Yeah. And you have a lot of, you love a lot of Surge scents. So I do. Yeah. The ones but... I always remember are Fumri Turk and Fionchi. And there's one other one. Yeah. I like, I like that, uh, you know, Serge does some really strong, spicy scents, but this one is a little bit more soft and milky. But I don't know; it's um, still it's still a little bit animalic. I love it, and I've been really missing and craving it lately. So that actually is very high on my want list right now. But that's a hell of a list. I thought about it. Yeah, really you did. did. I'm very intrigued by all three. I mean, I know the the first two very well, but uh, the third one, I'm. That sounds really you nice. You would like it. You I really think I would. would. Yeah, we need to get some kind of. I feel like or something. everyone's doing those iris suede scents now. Literally, every brand is like putting one out in the last two years. But you know, Dame Blonde has been around for a long time. I'm sure Serge kind of like set the tone with that one. It's it's a popular one of his fragrances. So, well, now I, I definitely want to try it. Now that we've talked about the scents we'd like, what scents have you been wearing? Oh, my God. Since the week. Um, Oldie But a Goodie, Cobra and Canary by Imaginary Authors. This was a birthday gift from you. Yeah. Jeez, years ago. Probably like 2016. Yeah. A long time ago. You picked it out for me. I don't know. Like, you got it from their Etsy store. They didn't even have their own. Yeah. They didn't even have. You bought from their Etsy store at that point. Yeah. I mean, people sold them. but Like, my bottle, there's probably only a quarter of it left. I've worn the, the hell That's out of this fragrance. That's a great fragrance. It's beautiful. It's lemon, orris, leather, hay, and tobacco flowers. So it's it's kind of like that sharp kind of a car shop type of smell. It's, mm-hmm. it's probably most people would smell it and be like, oh, this is so masculine. But to me, like, I wasn't thinking about that when you gave it to me. I'm like, oh, this is like so me. Um, it's very like 
Anita Pallenberg, girl on a motorcycle vibes to me. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good way to describe and it. I know it was a fragrance I wore DJing at Single Wide, smoking a jillion cigarettes on the weekends. Like you used to wear it a lot, and then it's kind of you know been a little buried as some of our fragrances have and then you bring it out every now and then and when you wore it recently you know this past week it was yeah. like wow what is that and remember how much i love it yeah yeah um okay i also like you said i wore oud palau by diptyque i pulled that out the other day it's definitely not the right season for it but i was completely staying inside i love oud palau because it kind of rides the line between being dignified and then totally wild and crazy mm. because like when people say oh i don't like a barnyard animalic skanky oud this is that like it is the skankiest yeah. oud but there's something about it that's it's not impolite it's not unrefined um there's obviously also a ton of rose in it which is probably the main thing that i love about it but it's really deep with a lot of like Labdanum, tobacco, rum, and patchouli. So it's it's just it's an all timer. And for me, I always associate oud palau with like a lot of creative introspection. It's the scent that I like to wear a lot when I'm in my studio. So I was really happy to pull that out this week. The thing I like about it is yes, it does have a little bit of that stank oud, and yes, the rose is very prevalent. It's those powdery notes, and I don't know if you necessarily always get that when you wear it, mm -hmm. but when you experience it around you when someone else is wearing it, it almost smells incense-y. I don't know how to explain It's like powdery and incense-y, and maybe that's the oud. Um, no, I get it. But it's, it's really, really lovely. And uh, I, you know, I came, when you were wearing it the other day, I was like, yeah, you can wear that in the summer. It smells amazing, but... They're probably going out in the heat with yeah. projects so wildly. But it smelled so good. It smelled so good. Um, and then third, and I know you wear this too. Mm -hmm. I've been talking some shit about Oud Satin Mood by Maison <laughs> Francis Kirkjian, saying that I wish I had done Oud Silk Mood instead. I take it back. I put Oud Satin Mood on the tray, and I fell in love all over again. Uh, I thought I was over it, and I'm... I was wrong. I just, I love it because it has that touch of violet, which makes it mm -hmm. kind of like powdery and sweet. And the violet just makes it feel so whimsical. And then there's this kind of, um, you know, like the dust on a marshmallow. Yes. It has that kind of like marshmallow dust vibe, which makes it kind of sweet and candied and addictive. A little bit like, um, what's the dessert I'm thinking of? Turkish Delights. Oh, it yeah. has a bit of a oh, Turkish delight nice. thing with the, the rose. It's got the too. Turkish rose, yeah. And the oud. Um, you know, I've always felt so strongly about this fragrance. And I know you have in the past as well. And then you went through your yeah. shit talking phase. But to me, <laughs> it is by you rediscovering it and wearing it a lot this week, it made me kind of re rediscover and, and, and just kind of enjoy wearing it. So I started wearing it a lot. And it's so comforting. To me, this is his best fragrance. Like, it mm, is... I can kind of... not going to disagree with you. It, like, I feel like if Drake would have mentioned this instead of Baccarat Rouge and, and a couple of the celebrities that mentioned Baccarat Rouge back when it be, blew up, I think this would have been that because I think it's a better scent. I think it's... I'm going to disagree there. You don't, you don't think this is better than Baccarat? 
Okay, listen. I guess it, objectively, know, I don't think I it, maybe maybe it is objectively better than Baccarat. However, Baccarat was some kind of uncharted territory for fragrance. Nobody made a smell like Baccarat really before Baccarat. And now it's all you fucking smell. So Baccarat was a trendsetter. Oud Satin Mood, it isn't going enough in a new direction for it to cause a phenomenon. You know what I mean? No, I, I get what you're saying. Um, we need a whole Baccarat episode where we can just like we've, talk yeah, deep about we've, it. We've talked about it because to me it's just, it's is yes, it did do something new and it, especially with, with synthetics being so prevalent yeah. in it. That it is, it is revolutionary in that regard, but it's also just like playing the hits. It's just hitting all this, you know, the, these olfactory notes in, in a person that just is agreeable. And I feel like Oud Satin Mood does that, but then also adds some just like cool little hits like the violet you were mentioning. It has cinnamon in it. It has kind of that crisp green geranium going with all that rose. And it's just... Oud's kind of like the weird thing about it is Oud's kind of like the lesser note. You don't and really yeah, smell it's the like. It, okay, it, can I just backtrack a little? Yes. I don't think that Baccarat is completely playing to the senses of pleasure. <laughs> I disagree. Okay. Because when I smell Baccarat, I smell my dentist's gloves in my mouth. That's not a pleasant experience. Well, I guess it depends on your dentist. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who are you seeing? <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't get that. I get the For marshmallow. Real? I get the ambroxan. I get the kind of sweetness that you get with. To me, it's all vanilla, marshmallow, ambroxan. I don't get I the mean, rubber I mean, it's gloves. an antiseptic marshmallow to me. Hmm. Like that's the. I think that's the juxtaposition that kind of sends it over the edge. Where you're like, this shouldn't work, but it works. Listen, Maybe. baccarat episode upcoming soon. Yes. Um, also. For me, I wore 2 p.m. by Cinnamon Projects. Um, I think it's only available in oil now, but I had uh, picked it up back when you could still get the spray of the kind of time series that they have. They have different, it's like 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. Who is Cinnamon Projects? Cinnamon Projects, I I can't remember the... The, the gentleman's name, the partner's name, they, uh, I think they do like branding or architecture or something. They, because the packaging is cool as fuck. The packaging is some of the best packaging in, yeah. in, in any type of packaging. It's amazing. Um, I really love their oils. Of course, I've talked about Easy Tiger before, which is the perfect, like, rich, lush leather frag- or scent. It's a, it's a fragrance oil. Uh, but 2 p.m. is kind of, with all this heat, I've been craving kind of like a cool wood mm-hmm. scent as well. I still want to wear vetiver. I still want to p- wear patchouli, but it can get so big and too much in this type of weather um, for some people. I don't want, you know, going to the grocery store. I don't want to bomb people out with a bunch of patchouli. Um, but this has a lot of like cypress in it and pepper. Yeah. And it adds this layer of coolness and kind of it, it creates a feeling of fall. Yeah. That is just nice. I wore it uh, sometimes when I go out for my walks with Henry or if I go on a run, uh, I'll spray a little a fragrance on me just because I like to pick it up when I'm out there. And uh, and that's not what happened with Mellow Yellow and me thinking I smelled it out there. I did not. <laughs> I only have a little bit of Mellow Yellow left. I wouldn't waste it. Um, but when I was out doing this run and I was just getting these little hits of 2 p.m., it was just so refreshing. 
considering it was it's a, a vetiver and a patchouli scent for the most part but yeah i smelled you wearing it in the house and it had this like beautiful cooling effect yeah. that like you said so refreshing in this heat yeah that's so, a really great scent yeah definitely uh, the oils are really priced nicely as well and they last forever they're and like they 60 project 80 bucks like a mofo like yeah. oh my god yeah they're great, easy tiger so. is one of the strongest fragrances that it's in our collection period and that's just an oil yeah you put that on like one to two pulse points and you will smell it all day yeah um and then finally talking about rediscovering things i want musk kubla Khan. you know you can cl- it's clearly obvious we have not gone out much in the last week in the heat because it's like <laughs> that is definitely something i'm not gonna yeah. wear at the grocery store yeah. or go going out for lunch with somebody um but the civet is strong and i just Kind of like L. It to me that is a classic kind of just perfume with a capital P. It just it's big, it's bold, it's raw. It's got all these amazing notes that kind of play together. It's got the rose, the the caraway seed is just a really nice touch. Um, I love cooking with caraway seed, and it always adds this little punch of of aroma. It's yeah. so amazing, and you pick it up totally in this. But yeah, mostly you know, it's it's a lot of civet. It's a lot of musk. You know, it's a it's a perfume for the freaks. There's perfumes for yeah. the heads, and then there's perfumes for the freaks. And Kublacan is for the freaks. But I also love it so much. To me, it's like a big cuddly monster. It is it, to me it it's nothing like this, but reminds me of the way it plays. Like musk ravager. You know, most there's people out there that just notice the kind of stinky animalic side of it. But then there's this really sweet kind of vanilla, amber, playful side of it that's mm-hmm. very accommodating. And, and then very... there's me who only smells pee-pee in it. Yeah. And well, I don't only smell it, but I smell a lot of pee-pee and musk, rapture. And I think Kublacan's kind of like that. It's like, yes, if you want to, you could easily just focus on the musk, the, the civet. But if you just relax and let it all come at you. It, it's just you get all those other those floral notes and you get you, I don't know the, the kind of spicy notes. It's it it's really beautiful. Me, it reminds me of the monster and where the wild things are. Oh yeah, yeah. Hairy, big, cute, and cuddly. That's a perfect way. Plus, just on a side note, I, I've been using this Kevin Murphy balancing wash shampoo, and it has such a a clear musk note to it. Oh yeah, you had me smell similar. this. You had me smell. Yeah, this. and it's just like. I love any time I come across like a cleaning product, like a soap or, I mean, I've mentioned Caswell Massey's Greenbrier soap before. Mm-hmm. It has that same note. That one's a little bit more like Kiehl's musk. But the balancing wash has the same kind of civet musk that, um, that Kubla Khan has. And I just love that, they, that Kevin Murphy would do that with a, with a shampoo. Oh, my God. It smelled so good. It's I'll, amazing. But yeah. it's just like well, the first time I tried it, not anticipating it at all. I was just like, oh, I want to try this shampoo. I used it one time when you left it in my shower. Yeah. And it was like, whoa, there it is. That's, that's <laughs> musk. Didn't anticipate that. Smells like an it. old friend. Yes. Yeah, so I, I just ordered another bottle because I love it so much. <laughs> uh, those are my scents of the week. Okay. Let's do the game. Let's do it. Okay, I've just sprayed Jane's first scent for the game. And guys, he already told me today that his theme for the game tonight is clean woods. This smells amazing. Oh. This smells so good. Really? It's spicy, dried out woods. Maybe some of them are like a little bit burnt. Maybe I smell the embers of a fire here. 
but then there's a cooling quality too, like mm -hmm. something kind of tiny and very green. But it also has like kind of a creaminess, almost like a musky sandalwood vibe. It's all of the things. You are knocking it out of the park here. Okay, I'm naming the things. Okay, good. Is there Cipriol? No. There's a, a cystus oil in it or cyst oil. <laughs> not, not, not like cystus. I, 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 like I think my I have a misspelling acne? on my... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, it's like cystus oil. <laughs> I tried to look it up and there wasn't much oh information God. on it. Is there yeah. incense? Or maybe it just like... It's, it's uh, olibanums in it. So okay, can okay. Be, you know, the frankincense. God so. damn, this is good. Okay, I don't even know what our criteria questions are. What what um, colors are this? It's a bright kind of cool green. It's a green with blue undertones and then like a deep navy. Oh, wow. Blue. I wouldn't have gone that way. Yeah. It came because... out in 2022, by the way. Okay, 2022? Mm-hmm. Can you give me, okay, give me a one-word hint about the brand, please? Uh, No. But I'll give you a breakdown no. of the... <laughs> <laughs> a scent created in celebration of life. It encants memories and acknowledges the fleeting. An aromatic cloud of musk is pierced by the clarity of sage. The splendor okay, of sage, amber yeah, and incense sure. is grounded by iris root and mirabelle. Oh my God, this is stunning. Like, this is moving me, actually. This is... You're going to be so surprised. I mean, you're really? not going to be surprised, like but you're going to be hate? like, huh? Is it a brand that I hate? No, no. But I, it's, it's one that I think gets overlooked a lot, and I think it's a damn good fragrance. It is. This is real good. It's really good. Okay, where would I wear this? Like, anywhere. Anywhere, anytime. Like, this is just something that I kind of want to be surrounded with. I feel like we're going to have to, like, purge this room afterwards, because it is filling it, is it up. It, it is, is Yeah. I would say this is, I'm going to go with late 40s. There is something kind of retro about it. Mm -hmm. I can see how you could kind of be like, oh, this is a post-Santal kind of scent, that kind of dry woodiness. But no, there is something that is like kind of genuinely old school. Maybe not like in a sensibility way. Maybe because it makes me feel like I'm in a log cabin. Yes. Yeah, it's tempting to immediately compare it to something like Santal 33. Absolutely. Um, but it goes, as it dries down, that goes away. It becomes a much more interesting scent to me. I don't know. Or at least, you know, it's just not Santal 33 after a while. The notes are, just to give them to you, sage, mirabelle, orris root, cystus oil, olibanum, musk, and ambroxan. So pretty much what was in the description. And uh, who do you see wearing this? Okay, probably a guy who used to wear Santal 33 and is looking for an upgrade, honestly. Mm -hmm. I have to be honest there. However, me not being a Santal 33 person and being a woman, I feel like I could wear this anytime. It's very introspective. If you like any of the Comme des Garçons incense line, you're going to freaking love this. Yeah. It's a, this could easily be a Comme de Grisson yes, fragrance. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It smells like that. It, it's very reminiscent of like Wonder Oud, um, Kyoto. It's right up our alley. Pinocchio one. Um, okay. Uh, buy sampler pitch. I could own this for sure. Her own sample pitch. Yeah. 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 
I want to own it. It's it, to me a sleeper. It's uh, De Los Santos by Barreto. Oh my god! Yeah, for real. Okay, I'm yeah. so glad that you sprayed that for me. Yeah, I wore it. It's been a while. It's it, a couple of times about two or three months ago, and I just was like, "Wow, why this scent just kind of came and gone?" And probably because it's just after pandemic era. Yeah, easily they didn't have to, a good release. You know, it was fulfilling its release schedule, and it kind of just came and went. And I think a lot of times it gets kind of uh, tossed aside as just kind of like this basic Santal, Palo Santo type scent. But so it's not. really, really good. And when you wear it, it, and it's you know, I'm saying this about a Byredo fragrance, like three, four hours later, it's actually even better. It's so good. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to have to wear this. Yeah, I love you it. You sold me. I, I wore this and I liked it, but I felt kind of like neutral about it in the past. I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention enough. But this is amazing. Yeah, it is definitely one that um, that I would definitely want to have because it's to me it's it's an ideal. Uh, it's kind of like um, I think it's "Sweet Do Nothing" by Dias and Durga. Oh yeah, uh, it reminds like me that. of that. It, again, it's just like if you like Palo Santo and you like kind of those deserty, sagey scents that are great for early fall and in kind of like even early spring that's those two to me are perfect and uh and i i love this fragrance uh okay so now it's my turn for my first one okay i have just sprayed jeff's first scent from the game i am immediately getting this kind of waxy oris iris kind of middle but there's something up top that reminds me a lot of speaking of uh ani earlier it has that kind of like pineapple tropical fruit top note. I, I totally get that. Yeah, it's real. It's Can kind I of, tell you? I think it's mimosa. Does mimosa do that? Okay. That, yeah, I would guess maybe. I mean, I think the thing I always get thrown off with because mimosa is like a flower and I think it's kind of like a white floral, isn't it? I don't know. But. I don't know. I, I feel like mimosa is a smell that can kind of go a little bit fruity, fruit punchy with it. Yeah, and this is definitely that. And a very fun, this is like a cocktail. I want, I want to order this. It's yummy, right? It's really nice. Um, I don't know if I would ever wear it. Yeah, I can kind of see that with this scent because I've thought like, oh, this smells so good and it's kind of addictive in the way that a sweet, yummy drink is. But um, I have struggled with its wearability. Yeah, it's, uh, is there like cardamom or some kind of like? There's no list of cardamom. Any type of like cooking spice note, like a cinnamon, anything like that? No. No? Wow. Not listed, but you know, they, that doesn't mean right. anything. It feels like, you know, that combination that can kind of create that kind of cola vibe? Yes. It has that in there? Yes. Um, Speaking of Byredo, a little bit eyes closed. It is a little bit eyes closed, but this has a much nicer um, to turn on Byredo immediately after we sang their praises. <laughs> this has a little bit more of a well-rounded, sweeter. There's like a vanilla or some kind of like. Yeah, I will tell you that my theme for this game mm-hmm. is uh, vanilla musk bases and all of the fragrances that I chose. 
So it's very vanilla heavy. Yeah, there's a there's it, the middle kind of makeup powder oris iris is kind of almost gone now. Mm-hmm. I'm still getting those fruit top notes, which lead me to believe that it's not really citrus; it's more tropical. Um, and then you get this base of that kind of warm vanilla. You get musky. It's still powdery. What era is this? Yeah. I find that it's like a weird hybrid of a 60s powdery fragrance with an amber of now. Yeah, for sure. And um, because it is... It's a makeup-y amber of now. It's a makeup-y amber of now. (laughs) And... But it's nice. It's really nice. I, I think you would smell amazing in this. Yeah, it's a girly scent. I think that, yeah, it, it's, this isn't a girly scent in a, I don't think it's a young girl scent. I think it's more of a 30s. Man, 13-year-old Jang would have loved this. Really? There's a balance to this Some... that just isn't like young person. I don't know. There's a sophistication to this that I really appreciate. Not picking on, you know, 13-year-old Jane or any 13-year-old. She wasn't that sophisticated. I just think that this seems much more sophisticated than what young people are wearing. Um, For sure. There's so many bad vanillas out there right now. Sorry. There just are. Yeah, I mean, there's just a glut in the market. Yeah, but I feel like this is a really good one. This is really nice. I really like it. Um, It's, I would describe it as kind of orange yellow and it is definitely more of a fall scent i wouldn't i guess i would have to wear it to determine whether or not it could be a winter scent it doesn't feel overly strong to me does it feel strong to you um it makes its presence known but no i feel it's not like, a bomb, though. It's, like it's a bit of a personal scent bubble yeah, I think with normally when you talk about these kind of like tropical notes and the vanillas and the musk and the kind of orus makeup, it sounds it, like it's it coming sounds on like it's going to be a bigger bigger yeah. scent, and it's it's well well balanced, really 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 well balanced. Mm-hmm. Would I own sample or pitch this? I mean, I would sample it. I would like it if you owned it. I yeah. think this would be one that if you, I would never think to say like, hey, you should wear this. But whenever you did, I'd be like, what are you wearing? This smells amazing. Yeah. Uh, what year is it's it? It's a Do you sleeper know? for me. Oh, I don't know. It's pretty mm. recent. It's a new brand. What was the note Very list? new brand. Okay, the note list is cypress oil, which I don't smell at all. That was Wow, me. cypress oil? Cypress oil, mastic, galbanum, oris, mm. oris, mimosa, vanilla, leather, amber, and musks. Huh. But I, I agree. Like, I, I mean, feel the leather, like, I guess, powdery. I on feel a like there's a touch of cardamom in there somewhere. There's something yeah, like spicy something in there. Like that. Yeah. Um, Real soft. Are you ready for the reveal? Yes. This is Iris Malacan by Maison Crivelli. Wow. Okay. You were, uh, you're becoming a Maison Crivelli girl. I guess I am. I really like this. Yeah. And you know what I found out? They do sell 30 ml. They do. That's nice. Yeah. More brands should do that. I agree. I agree. To go through 50 ml. I mean, I am surprised sometimes when I look at the tray at how much we've gone. Like you, the Cobra and Canary. Now we've had that since 2016 yeah, it's almost or gone. so. I need a new one. But there's others in there that we haven't had for very long that we're really putting dents in. And, yeah. and so it's always, it's nice that. But still, 30 ml would certainly cycle them out a lot quicker. <laughs> Which is, it's a matter of space sometimes. 
number two for you. Yay. I'm very excited about this one. I have just sprayed Jane's second scent. And what do you think? Um, not loving it. Oh, really? I can tell that you really like this. Well, that's okay. Because you're hooting and hollering over there. Hooting and hollering. Um, it's like peppery pine salt to me. Mm. It's pretty linear. It's been like three or four minutes since you first sprayed it. And it hasn't really developed much. So to me... I'm leaving. This is boring. I don't like this. Oh, wow. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, it came out in 2017. Okay. Uh, I'll just, we'll just rush through this one. <laughs> Sorry. No. The notes are cloves, galbanum, galbanum, rosemary, vetiver, cedar, and leather. Rosemary? Rosemary? Rosemary. Um, it's inspired by zero art, an important component of avant-garde visual art throughout the 20th, 21st century. Uh, those artists explored the use of one color and the expressivity of texture and nuance and expressing a wide variety of emotions, intentions, and meanings. Well, it sounds like some art I'd fucking hate. So no wonder I don't like this fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, this is straightforward, linear, down the line. I I really don't like this. Wow, all I right. I really don't. That's the first time this has happened in, in the game where I'm like hating something. Absolutely hate it. Yeah. Is there an era? Can we go through any of that? Well, I mean, what era was shitty art? I mean, I guess all eras. All right. Well, I'm going to give the name. It is Sal Preve's Monochrome. Okay. Yeah, Monochrome is... That's the right fucking word for it. I don't like that at all. And I've liked a lot of their fragrances, so you can't say I'm like... Man, I really like this. That's crazy. So it goes to show. Our, our tastes don't always align? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I really... Uh, I'm digging it. That's a choice for the inspiration. Well, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say sorry about to be, that. But... Sorry to be like major hater over here. Hey, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah, I, I don't. I picked the wrong uh, sound prevail. We, we ended up with a bunch of samples uh, about six months ago. Yeah. And I like most of them, but we have a lot of them. And it's just kind of like, yeah, you know what? We never bring them up. And um, so there you have it. All right. We're going to move on from that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, second one for you. All right. I've just sprayed Jeff his second fragrance. And I swear this isn't any form of revenge in any way, because I don't dislike this, at all, but I can smell the musk, and I like that part of it. But it also has this kind of Ben Gay kind of like, I have sore muscles and I need to put something cooling on them. Okay. Element to them, to this, and also a little bit of the, um, kind of like the dill pickle. I can see the dill pickle in this. To be honest. But the interesting, I will say this, the interesting, it, it does have kind of that pissy civet undertone underneath all that. Somewhere underneath there. Yeah, I think it's the florals working overtime. Is there like a jasmine kind of, Um, is it jasmine sambach or? No, it's gardenia. Really? Is the white, white floral there. Wow. Gardenia and orange blossom 
are the white florals that you're smelling. There's also it's starting to really bloom as well. By the yeah. way, like that the Bengay is kind of going away. The there's, dill pickles is kind of going away. There's almond blossom too. I don't even know what that would an almond blossom. I honestly, I think it's the first time I've seen it in a note pyramid. It's not wowing me too much, but it's not a wow scent. I will say that. It's nice for a summer night. Yeah. It is. I picture kind of, this is a scent that someone wears occasionally. It was gifted to them. Okay, I will say that like this is a super giftable brand. So you're on the money with that instinct. Really? Like if you give someone this brand, it, it's always like a great gift to give. That makes me think like it's Diptyque or something. It's a cousin of Diptyque. I would say it's, you know, it's um, analogous to, to Diptyque. Okay. It's green a little bit as well. Okay. There's fig leaf in here. Okay. And I think that's doing a lot. And I think it was giving a bit of that dill pickle vibe somehow. Maybe, yeah. Um, it's also just late summer, maybe a little bit early fall because there's kind of some woody notes to it, kind uh -huh. of, kind of sprucey, kind of. Uh, pine. I would actually wear it. I don't know if I'd own it. Yeah. Um. Again, I think it's one of those things that if it's gifted to you, it's like, hey, thanks. Can yeah, I, I smell I like it again? It. Let me see. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not something I would buy by choice. It's a freaking wallop in the face. This is. I see. I don't. I. I guess I get that a little bit. Um. I the on first sniff when you first gave it to me, I was kind of put off by it, but it was kind of a yeah. mentholated kind of But it's very much like a bouquet scent, like mm -hmm. like a you go to the grocery store at Central Market where they do beautiful floral arrangements and they all smell very fresh, but they're all kind of crammed in uh crammed in a vase and starting to kind of like go bag quickly is kind of like this is that smell a little bit, which I don't hate. I feel like it's a mid 90s scent as well. Yeah, this feels super 90s. Yeah. Um, because it feels like, hey, we want to wear all these, we want to create these kind of like streamlined, clean, non offensive unisex scents. But so at you the feel same like this is really unisex? No. But no, but what I'm saying is like we we want to stay in that lane, but we want to do something a little different okay. and bring in a little bit more umph to it without going too crazy so without going like full angel <laughs> don't go full angel or you know just kind of like when when those scents kind of like hey we're going against the norm because there was such a clean move so i think it's actually a pretty pretty new scent for this brand i i will just who's say wearing like this who's wearing it yeah i think it's a feminine you know i think probably just I think this is a gift that um, a, a girl buys another girl or a woman buys another woman. And that is a beautiful thing. Yes. Okay. It's, it's Rosa Gardenia by Santa Maria Novella. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't you feel like Santa Maria Novella? It's a bit like the Italian diptyque, right? <laughs> like they do, I guess, they do, I guess, yeah. They do yeah. bath and body, they do home. They do, yeah. They're super giftable. Super giftable. Understated, chic. Very chic. Very well done. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to be disappointed. If a I wouldn't be okay, disappointed listen, if you said a, this. I love that you said this is a fragrance of girl gives another girl. I love that. Can that like be a whole category? 
Sure. I love it. I, I mean, I mean, no offense to anybody. I if, just think that it's like, you no, know. No, it's a bit fairy princess vibes. My friend Bill isn't going to the Santa, you know, isn't going to the, the beauty shop and being like, I need to get Santa Maria novella for my friend Jeff. I just like. Bill lives like, in Indianapolis, sweetie. Yeah. He couldn't do that if he wanted to. You know, you don't know what they have. <laughs> you don't know what he's doing on the weekend. <laughs> they but, don't have Diptyque in Indianapolis. Probably not. No. Nice. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. That's a good way to... We're not doing so great right here. We're kind of falling <laughs> off a little bit. You know, not every... If every cent wowed us, this wouldn't be an, an honest podcast. Well, that's very true. We've got to, you know... And sometimes we take risks. But I, I would say that generally I'm trying to like... There's a certain criteria that I always go with when I pick for the game, and uh -huh. that is sense that we've either liked and I want to see if we still like it, uh -huh. or sense that I like and I want to see if you like it. <laughs> so it's usually I'm trying to like listen. Ninety percent of like the time, it. I'm I'm the same way, but sometimes like I am trying to decide how I feel about a fragrance, and I like to hear your opinion. Yeah, no. So same this is a thing. nice way yeah. to get an unclouded second opinion, and I didn't like love love this but to me it is interesting which one is it again cyrus it's rosa gardenia rosa. rosa gardenia by santa maria novella the notes are almond blossom orange blossom bergamot gardenia rose de mai fig leaf jasmine musk sandalwood and vanilla i'm sorry there was jasmine in there it wasn't just gardenia See, i knew it yeah you were it. right you were those right. nuns they know what they're doing it's crazy nuns. um all right i'm gonna get to, to your last scent okay I've just sprayed Jane's third scent. I can already tell I've rebounded from the last one. Yeah, I, I like this one. I already like it. Also from 2017, by the way. Okay. Um, there's something about this. Yes, I get that it's a clean, woodsy scent, but it also smells like the inside of a new car. Yes. But there's something maybe a little bit herbal going on there. And yes. It's like a combination oily dry thing going on. Okay, you're doing I, very well. I know that there's Give me a, some notes. A gosh, this is really hard for me to pinpoint notes. Woods are particularly hard for me to call out exactly yeah. what I'm smelling. Yeah, um I, but I also feel like there's almost something really fresh here too, like there's fresh fresh leaves. This is the trunk and the leaves. Um, it's quite peppery. Is there any incense here? I'm going to read you the description because you're doing so well. I think you've earned it. Okay. <laughs> Dives into the paradoxes of orris butter. Okay. It opens with a bright burst of pink pepper dun, 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 and eucalyptus. There's your herbal. Okay. The, the cooling factor is here. Big then time. it reveals the heart of orris, pairing it with turmeric, Himalayan oh cedar, okay. and turmeric. smoke. Turmeric. Subtle oh my gosh, vanilla yes. Adds a creamy gourmand comfort to the scent, androgynous and sublimely distinctive. You're the best. You know it. You, okay, you, but that's insane because I'm like, what is the smell? It's something that I know. And I do know turmeric very well, obviously, yes. but I would never think to place it in a fragrance. And it's here. That kind of round, slightly soapy. I don't know. How do you even describe how turmeric smells? If you know, you know. It's here. That is so interesting. So we have hemlock spruce, eucalyptus, iris, turmeric, pink pepper, Himalayan cedar, birch tar, and vanilla. Okay. The birch tar is amazing. 
I love this. Love it. I love it. I think this is on par with the first one. Okay. What was that? Well, uh, De, Los De Los Santos, Santos by Byredo, yeah. Oh my God. What era is this? I would say it's very now. This is a refinement of a lot of the green woody fragrances that have been done over the last hundred years. This is a crowning achievement. I feel like the, the iris and the orris butter is, is so, pre- I mean, it definitely has that kind of makeup. Yes. But it's not. It makes it, it very textural. It has that makeup smell, but it, yeah, it's, it's kind of like the waxiness of it. And it doesn't smell like a purse. You know, it doesn't smell like that kind of like the bottom of a purse For me, makeup the, smell. The eucalyptus, eucalyptus is a strong note. Yeah. And it's definitely here. So for me, the eucalyptus can overpower some of the more makeup-y facets of the Oris iris, but it's definitely still here. Yeah, it's uh, it's really, really nice. What color would you say this is? Oh, okay, so you told me turmeric, and so now I'm only seeing orange, but I, I, I do want to say that when I first smelled this, I was seeing like a rust and a navy blue. Okay. I get like this pale green, almost whitish green. No, I can kind of see that too. You know, I never see just one color. I always kind of like see a palette. So actually, my gosh, like a really, a really pale green with a rust and a navy. That's actually such a gorgeous palette. Yeah. Um, Who's wearing this? Somebody with great taste and perfume. I do have to say that this is, it's not so sophisticated that um, somebody who was, was into perfume was the only person who could appreciate it. I feel like everybody could appreciate this, but the person who's going to suss this out is somebody with good taste. Yeah, definitely. Do you give have any clues about the brand here? You like this brand. I like this brand. You like this brand. Do you like this brand? I, uh, you know, it's kind of new to us, and um, but you like them, and I like them. Well, now I gotta know. And um, it's Fazotic. Oh. Mm-hmm. It is uh, Faux Secret. Oh. Faux Secret. Faux F-E-U. Yeah. Secret. Okay, I really like yeah, that. Yeah, I did too. When, when, of all of the fragrances that we've sampled of them, you know, I know you love your Eau de Narcisse or Eau de la Narcisse. But I love this one. That is really good. Um, yeah, this is a really, really nice Want fragrance. list it. Want list it. Yeah. That's stunning. This, it, I feel like it's a fall scent, though. Like, yeah. I want to oh, yeah. wear this in November. Actually, that's a good point. It is very much a cool I def- scent. I look forward to wearing this in November. Man, this podcast is going to be lit when we get into the colder months. We have so many that we've been yeah. holding. When we'll have to go been- back to weekly. Yeah, <laughs> literally we might. <laughs> but literally. Um, all right, now it's my uh my turn, my final one. Okay, I've just sprayed Jeff his third one, and I want to preface this by saying, uh, this is another one that I am I I brought out because I wanted to suss out how you felt about it. This smells like a milkshake. Yes. It smells like a milkshake. It also smells like um, Bath and Body Works brown sugar right it now. smells a little bit like those lifesavers that came out in the 90s or whatever that would like swirl so they were like part strawberry part cream oh yeah i know what you're talking about this is that this is strawberry quick okay um 
But that being said, as it's starting to dry down a little bit, and those are my first impressions, you're starting to get the musk. You're starting to get a little patchouli or some kind of like, there's also like a papery. I mean, it could actually be just the, the blotter here, but there's like a papery woodsy you, note to it. There is something unexpected in this note list that is green and it's not patchouli. It's vetiver. Okay. You can tell it's, it's so there. Weird. It's underneath. Yeah. It's like, you know, like in the past weeks when we talked about things like Rose mm, 31. A vetiver milkshake. Yes. Mm, get that. Uh, <laughs> blend that real, real fine. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> There's a woody note to it. There really is. And that's kind of making it more appealing to me. Like, So is this, is this strong on vanilla, Jeff? This is very strong on vanilla, but it just, it smells so sugary. Yeah, so I will tell you, the, there is a note of brown sugar. Yeah. And it's real strong. It is very sugary. Very syrupy. It smells, it's, it's like, it's not candy. I mean, I know I just gave that strawberries and cream candy, but it's like, it's a little creamier than that yeah. even. It's, it's just, it's, it's almost cakey. Like I said, it's a little Bath and Body Works brown sugar body lotion. It is. It smells a little like a candle. More than a fragrance, like a more than a perfume. That's that's the thing. And I will say that when you and I smelled this, it was we were excited about it because we like this brand, and you and I were disappointed. Really? Oh man! Yeah. Please give me the note list. Okay, so the notes are vanilla, mimosa, brown sugar, musk, amber, and vetiver. This is huh. a brand that we like. Really? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. Everyone has a miss. Yeah. Okay, I will also say. Well, I wouldn't say it's a miss, by the way. Some, I would just, some just, girlies on TikTok love this fragrance. This would be, oh, hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a, a perfume of now. This is, I find it's very youthful to me. This could be, um, this probably sounds terrible, but this is like, uh, Baby's first luxury fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. This is, this has probably made some people, because everybody has one right now, this has made somebody's Barbie's perfume, Barbie uh, list. Like, what would Barbie wear? Because everybody's made You like, think Barbie okay. would wear this fragrance? I think that somebody who's making a what would Barbie wear list has probably put this on that list. Mm. No? No, I mean, like... For me, like, listen, Barbie's an important woman in my life, and I have a very specific idea about what she's wearing, and it's not this. Um, however, <laughs> I mean, I get your point. It's an it's a juvenile fragrance. It smells like, um, yeah, it just smells like a candle. I will say, like, this is the kind of fragrance where it's like, you, you and I like this brand, and we think it's a sophisticated brand. We own a couple of their scents, and when they came out with this, we're like, what the hell? I'm not gonna say it's terrible. It's just not anything that I would like. I mean, okay. I I do like the vetiver base. I will base. say I sprayed this strip. I sprayed it over my leg, so now it's on my leg, and I'm getting plastic with it. Mm -hmm. And it's like this is too damn much. Yeah, it's just like man, I would I would feel self conscious wearing something like this. Obviously, if you were wearing this, I'd be like, Are you okay? Are you yeah. having a stroke? <laughs> did you Did you get in a car wreck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, what is it? It's Javoy Paris. Fire at will. 
It's so funny. I almost put this on the game, like one of our early, like episode two, <laughs> I almost went with this and then I went with like a different theme. And oh, I'm glad it came out eventually. This is, yeah, this is, we need to get in on this kind of like gourmand, gourmand sweet vanilla. This is a gourmand Marshmallow train. And yeah, this is. Vanilla musk fail. This is, you know, don't waste my time with this stuff. We hate it. Yeah. I mean, this is, <laughs> come on. I don't have time for this. But um, <laughs> I love that we got like two fragrances we just <laughs> hated on this game. I mean, we love Javois. And, um, it, oh, it's Javois. Yeah. Javois. <laughs> and we, I mean, our last, we did Amber Premiere the last time and we love Psychedelic. Yeah. Oh and... my gosh. And Amber Premiere, I will say, <sighs> here's the thing Amber Premiere, not that different from this fragrance. Kind of the same family. It's like miles better. Well, what's my favorite one? The the one that's like the the fougere that's all smoky and oh uh, shit, oh, the geez. rhubarb one. Uh no. Oh gosh, I wear it. Uh, I the, wear it all the time. The Art, uh, de, Art de, de, Laguerre. de Laguerre. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a fragrance. That's an amazing I fragrance. I love that. And you I know, like how we come back with hey, we we just hated on this one, but there's other ones that we love. And but who's their patchouli guy? Who's their patchouli guy? We psychedelic. Psychedelic, yeah. Psychedelic yeah. by Javois or Javoy. We wear that so much oh, in the that's fall. A, I mean, it's I a gave, staple. I that's a top that to ten my, fragrance. I gave that to my sister for Christmas. That's, that's how much yeah, I love that fragrance. That and she loves fragrance. it too. Fire at will, mm, fire at miss. You know, <laughs> that is uh, put that fire out. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man! Sorry, everyone. Um, okay. That concludes another round of the game and another episode of Fragrophilia. Thank Loved you all it. for listening. Missed you guys. And, and we will be back um, in two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah. If anybody then. has anything they'd like us to try out or if they have any comments or questions, please email us at hello at Fragrophilia or contact us at Fragrophilia on TikTok or Instagram. Until then. Thanks so much for listening. Bye, bye. guys. Bye.